You may fire when ready. podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special bonus episode of Films in Black and White. Uh, I believe uh, Marcus would love it if we would call this the I'm your daddy part of the podcast. Um, <laughs> I like this, dad pod, but, dad, but you know, dad whatever, whatever you like. I like dad pod a little bit better, but you know what? We have this fantastic overlay <laughs> behind us, and we're going to call it I'm your daddy. So that's just where we're at. Um this is the episode where like these bonus episodes are Brian and I um, watch something with or with our kids and just talk about what it was like. Usually like we kind of cover maybe like yes. kid movies or what have you. Um, I, the last one we did was Raya and the last dragon. And we are back yes. Brian with another Disney plus uh, movie. This time we were watched Luca. Um, so to kind of give like an overview yes like 20,000 foot perspective um try not to get into the spoilers too much but we sometimes do that so just I mean we're, we're going to I mean I think we'll get into spoilers here yeah. I don't I don't think it's I don't think there's no. any major spoilers in this movie in my opinion no not at all cuz you right from the jump you can see where this is headed y- yeah um but basically this is the story of a young sea monster mer mer boy type situation um named luca and luca lives underwater with his family um and all the while he has been told not to go to the surface um but one day he ventures out and starts finding artifacts of different um things from you know from the surface world um which connects him with alberto and alberto kind of lives out on the this boy does his his own thing but he's yep. also a sea a sea boy and he boy, lives in a tower and he lives in a tower <laughs> um and essentially luca is initially like afraid to leave the surface and then you know after falling alberto's cue yep quickly that fear goes away um the big culminating thing with his family is his family threatens to send him to the deep to live with all the like the dark sea monsters <laughs> yeah um and he runs away from home um, and they set out on this adventure um, where they run in to Julia, I believe is how you pronounce Julia, that. Julia and yep. Julia turns her on to turns them on to this big race, which is a triathlon. Um, and they are enter the triathlon in hopes of winning enough money to purchase a Vespa to take them all around the world in. Um, and, you know, that's just kind of where they're at. Yep. Um, that is the brief overview. I mean, that's the movie. That's basically the movie. Um, Brian, anything that I left out for the like quick overview? I mean, there, there's a race. There's a race yeah. involved, but it is it is like the MacGuffin. I yep. mean, it is the it plot really device is. to yep. move the story forward. It, that's, yep. that's it. And in like all of these movies where someone has a secret, um, Emma's or uh, Julia's dad um, is like he's a fisherman and he kills things that live in the sea. So there's that. that. There's a Love cat that. involved whose yes. name is Machiavelli, which I laughed 
probably yes. way too hard at. Oh yeah. Than anything else. Um, and so they're always suspicious and they're trying to hide it from them. So this, this ends up being a whole thing. Um, quickly, just a rundown of voice actors. We may not know some of them. We may know some. Of them yeah. We may not. Um, Jack Jacob Tremblay plays Luca. Jack Dylan Gray. Jack Dylan Grazer plays Alberta. Emma Behrman plays Julia. Um, Maya Rudolph plays Luca's mom. Jim Gaffigan plays Luca's dad. Um, and that's kind of what I mean, we got. My, my, we talked about Maya Rudolph, right? Yep, yep. Maya Rudolph plays Daniela Paguro. Yep. Um, and that's pretty much that's... what you got. The rest of them feel like relatively <laughs> like pretty strong Italian actors. So the, Sasha Baron Cohen, Sasha Baron Cohen plays the uncle from the deep. Oh, um, does he really? Yes. He's like literally one of the last one. Like... Uncle Ugo. Yep. Okay. Hey, yep. all right. I did yep. not know that, Brian. That is that is incredible. <laughs> I, I only know this because Liam, my son, was like, I want to see what happens after the movie. And I was like, uh, okay, so we're watching the credits and there's yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen, Uncle Ugo. All right. Well, there you go. Well, <laughs> thankfully, Liam discovered that or otherwise Good. I probably yeah. never would have known that, Brian. Shout, shout out to Liam. Good job, yeah. man. And shout out to Liam. Yeah. Um, Brian, just what did you like about this movie? Well, one, <laughs> did you watch the whole thing with your kiddos? <laughs> and then the second thing is, um, what did you think and what are some pieces of it that you liked? So Liam was very distracted. I'll say watching this okay. movie, like he had a hard time finding a, a, a groove with it. And sure. I, I can't really tell you why he's also four. Like, yeah. you know, he's yeah, a four year old. Um, so we watched the whole movie. I enjoyed it as an adult. I just want to okay. put that out there. Like I enjoyed it myself as an adult because the animation it, it's, it's, I don't know how Pixar keeps out doing themselves. I don't, I don't it's unreal and it just it's it has this weird claymation feel to it but it, sure. it feels like it's out of a postcard yeah and then it's like but what if it was it had the movement of toy story yeah and it's just this beautiful like kind of buttery smooth symphony of movement oh, for, and the color brian oh like, that's what i loved about it is that the yes. colors are so vivid so like when they are um, when they're driving in their like imaginary Vespa across the yes. countryside and they see all those Man. flowers and all those other colors. Yes. I thought those were awesome. And that then is. I thought the um I loved the like the when he goes up to Saturn and he's walking on the rings of Saturn. I oh, thought that was super cool. So yeah, yeah that animation is smooth as silk I, and the colors just, are so vibrant. It's on another level. Like say what you will about this movie, but you can turn the audio off. And yeah. still enjoy this movie for sure. I completely agree. Um, and I would also say that I am, I am impressed with the other thing that I liked about this is I really liked, um, the actor, like the voice acting in it. Like I thought the yeah. voice acting was there. I did feel like this and this isn't bad, but it's just something I noticed. Like I did feel like they, um, some of them were doing bad Italian accents, um, but they tried <laughs> to do them the best they can, especially the yeah. kids. So like, um, uh, Jacob Tremblay. Yeah, I'm looking at the a, cast right now. Yeah, acts. He's been an actor in everything, so he's going to be in the Disney movie The Lim Little Mermaid, playing the voice of Flounder. Um, but he's wow. also been in um Pete the Cat, the TV series, which my kids really like. Okay. Um, he's also been in. Apparently, he plays um in Harley Quinn, the TV show. He plays Robin. 
Um, he really? he voice acting for that. So he's wow. got some like voice acting chops to it. It's just, yeah, I did. There were moments where I was like, oh, no, man, like, don't do that one. Like, <laughs> don't, don't do that accent, man. <sighs> yeah, I, 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 it did. It did feel played a little bit for laughs, but I also know that the director and, and the writer Enrico Casarosa, I think I'm mm-hmm. saying this right. I know sure. he's Italian and yeah. I would. I will just I, I will take it for what it's worth that he saw all this and was like, yep, that's yep, fine. this is what I want from cool you. So I'll just go with that at yeah. that the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Everything was just so exaggerated. And I yeah. I, I don't know it. This I, like this is a quintessential like summer kids movie. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And I feel like we haven't had something like this in a while. Like you can yeah. kind of say Finding Nemo kind of. But like. There's still like some really high stakes uh-huh. and you've got to go through the scary thing. And, and like, deep, I like adult themes too. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, anyway. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like the scariest thing that happens in Luca is like the uncle who you can see through his skin and his heart. And like, it's played for laughs. Like, I think yeah. that's like the most intense thing that happens in this movie. Yeah, I would completely agree that that's the stakes seem really low, which I'm totally fine with. Like, yeah. I'm absolutely fine with there not being a whole lot of implications for this. Right. Um, and I don't feel like there were too many like crazy, like adult, deep, meaningful, no. emotional journeys that take place, which is kind of nice. And it makes it a little bit easier, at least as a dad, to have something that I don't have to worry about yeah. explaining some later. Like, if that makes sense. Well, so, and yeah, talk to me how Harrison enjoyed this. So Harrison watched the first 30 minutes. And then I think again, he's also four. So (laughs) he watched like the first, like, you know, two, like between a third and a half of this and sort of was like, Meh. like and kind of yep. like he kind of tuned it out yeah um there's also a lot going on that day like Brittany and i were both leaving to go to a wedding so you know sure. being focused distracted with other things yeah um i get yeah, it i think he just had a hard time connecting with it but again he's four so connecting with things isn't necessarily yeah. in a four-year-old wheelhouse all the time bless you brian <laughs> um so that's that's just kind of where he was at so we will finish it i finished it um, yeah i want to make sure you know we were oh ready i mean for this. Le- it I, yeah. I mean he yeah. I, I don't know because like i thought the sea monster thing would like get oh, him like hey look there's sea monsters how cool is that and he's like okay yeah. Yeah, sea monsters <laughs> yeah. i don't know I, I don't know i and I, I feel like going back to what you were saying about themes i i like had this very surface level enjoyment of it yeah 90 percent of the way through and then like the back 10% and we're not doing a deep dive on this movie yeah, here. No, no, no. I think I'll just jump right into it. I mean, there's like three things that happen back to back. I think the first is that they, they, they help uh, Julia finish yep. the race um, yep. after they win it, but it's not sure if they win it. And um, they're the yeah. sea monster selves and everyone can see them. Yep. And it's this kind of really touching moment that they care about their friend. It's totally telegraphed. It's not surprising, yeah. but it is no, really not at all. Oh, for and sure. then all the families are together and they're talking about, and I don't want to mess up this quote because it's just so beautiful to me, but um, basically they're talking about like Luca, Luca and Alberto and how are they going to work in this world? And like, yeah. you know, with them being sea monsters and um, basically someone says, hey, not everyone is going to accept him being Luca, but yeah. he seems good at finding those that will. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, 
uh, that hit me straight in the feels. Uh, yeah. And I, it was relatable and, and I was not prepared for that, but like I started getting teary eyed with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think that those moments are what makes it like, it's, it's those heartfelt moments that make it easy to connect to, but yeah. without the like fear of like, am I gonna <laughs> do any damage? Like, like, cause you know, like even with the lion King, like Harrison, right. Um, oh I've told, yeah. I've told the story of this before. Like when we watched the little mermaid Two, we did not make it 10 minutes yep. into that movie because yep. we had to turn it off because a baby's life was in danger. Like, yes. and that's, that's the same company for all intents and purposes that like did this. So to have something lighter that you can say, like, see, it's just about finding, you know, yourself and finding those who you can really ro- run with. Right. Like yeah. that's such a low fruit. And again, like to your point, it's just a summer, a quintessential summer kid movie, which is really yeah. nice. So um, yeah. I did think though, that I thought that this was interesting that they, this felt like Pinocchio for a long time. Ooh. Am I like, am I off with that? Like, no, I kept t- having this... tell me more about why you feel that way. So I kept having this vibe. So the theme of Pinocchio is Pinocchio is the story of a puppet who wants to be a real boy and essentially like live in a world that isn't his okay. um, or wasn't he would didn't like naturally come to yeah. be in. And he starts off like really well intentioned and he's a really like good person and he has all these good intentions, but then these other people lead him astray. Right. So for the majority of like the beginning of this, I thought Luca's relationship with um, Alberto was very much. um, What's the best way to put this? I thought that this was very much like he was trying to lead Luca astray off of this path of doing the right thing. Does that make sense? Especially that moment where like Luca's talking about like, and then we can go to school and we can see the like telescope. That's when the temperature changes. Yeah. And that's when the temperature like noticeably changed for me. Cause I was like, so you're, you're talking like, not, not like he's like, no, 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 that's not how it is. And I was like, this seems oddly abusive. Like I like this, maybe rethink this friendship, man. Like, cause I thought like, oh, you're going to, this is where it felt very Pinocchio. And he's like, oh, that's when he has to deal with the consequences of not staying true to two. He is and following his conscience for lack of a better word. So it felt that way for a really long time. And then it turned out that it wasn't, but there was a large portion of this. I was like, Oh, this is a, a different interpretation of like the story of Pinocchio. I that's fascinating. Cause all I could think of was little mermaid. Um, oh, sure. <laughs> sure. No, that's fine. <laughs> but it told no, your, your comparison like hits it right on the nose and it's this different world and you long to be a part of it. And I, I yeah. feel like, for me, I can see those connections that kids can make of just like, man, oh, sure. I just feel like there's this world that I just I can't I can't get to. And there's that yeah. opening sequence where like Luke is having a dream and he can't break through the water, but he can see. Yes. And I can relate to that, like being a former child myself, um, like I can <laughs> Wait, I can understand what? bits and pieces of that. Obviously, it's different now. Yeah, for sure. Um, it obviously didn't connect with my son, but I can see how that would connect. <laughs> yeah with others and i feel like the oh the other thing i really want i want to talk about here going back real quick to these like hairpin turns is that uh alberto's dad like he's just gone and he left alberto and like we just kind of like it's like oh oh and he's just like yeah my dad never came back what's up like and (laughs) 
kind of like keep going with it. I'm like, that's kind of heavy, but it's not like, right. They just say a matter of fact, like, yeah, he's not here. Yeah. Moving on. Well, you know, right. um, yeah. and that was like part of the collection of like how I got teary eyed towards the end of the movie. Sure. It's like, Alberto doesn't have a dad. They win the race. He's going to find yeah. people, you know, good ones. Um, yeah. And, and it just kind of all hits you in the last 20 minutes, but it's still, it's still lighthearted and, and fluffy right. and cotton candy. Like, and I feel yeah. like that takes a certain talent. Yeah. And I also think that, you know, I think it's just making some really like in like some really deep choices of like, yeah, yeah, I could go in and yeah, like Pixar could have like, like storyboarded out a whole cut scene of like how (laughs) Alberto's dad left. But I think they just kind of let the impact of that statement coupled with the other imagery, like speak for itself. They didn't need to do this like deep dive into now we're going to show you how he left. They could just say like, nah. He left and yeah. then you can kind of just piece it together yourself, which I, th- which I really appreciated. And I think this is things that like you and I have talked about in the, like the regular episodes of the podcast, the three of us right. have talked about like assuming your audience is either like emotionally intelligent enough or smart <laughs> enough to be able to put all the pieces together. Yes. So I will say maybe four year olds aren't necessarily your intended audience to be able <laughs> yeah. to piece all of that stuff together. Like maybe right. it does need to be a little bit, you know, older because there that some... seven, eight demo. Yeah. 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 Where they could pick up on the impact of that statement and then kind of say like, Oh, so it's about finding like people finding your own version of family and finding yes. those people who you are like loyal to. And you have those deep, like emotional connections yes. to, um for yourself and and being able to work through previous trauma probably fit for a a deeper audience maybe well and i think the other thing that i appreciated about this and like credit to my wife maggie because she was the one that picked this out and started having these conversations with liam of just like hey like luca made a bad choice here um because there's a point in the movie where uh oh my gosh i'm totally blanking alberto Uh uh he turns into a sea monster and yep. he's trying to show Juliana Julia that they are sea monsters. And Luca's like, oh man, you're a sea monster. Get him. And it's like, oh dude, like that's no, not cool. Don't do you that. don't, you don't do that to a friend. Yeah. Like even when you're going through tough things and <laughs> leave it to my wife to be like, was that a good decision, Liam? And he was, yeah. he was kind of into the movie at this point, kind of not. And he sure. knew it was bad, which yeah. was like great. Um, And like having that conversation about like, yeah, like, when you're friends with somebody and you need to be in solidarity with them mm-hmm. or you see them going through a tough time, you, you like you don't abandon them. And For I sure. feel like that's a good place to have those conversations because you're able like I'm always a fan of protagonists that are mm-hmm. like easily picked out to be flawed. Um, oh, for sure. Yep. And in ways that you can connect to it and not this like I'm flawed because I'm too committed to my job. Like, no, shut right. up. Like, that's not a flaw. Yeah, like you, you, you have you need to go to therapy. That's what yeah. that is. Um, yeah. Like, that's beyond a flaw. Um, the biggest weakness is that I care too much. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like and I feel like a lot of kids heroes have that. Yeah. This is totally a deviation. But I feel like a lot of kids heroes just have this like I'm strong and I care too much and I'm mm-hmm. just too smart. And it's like. Yeah. No, it's good to have heroes that are like, oh no, I, I like actually treated my friends very poorly. This was a bad yeah. decision. Yeah. Um, and, and I feel like Luca does that really well and he apologizes for it. Like I'm always yeah. big on like showing how you apologize because nobody yes. talks about how to do a proper apology. 
Um, right. But and, I'm I, I'm getting yeah. like hyped up here. But I like that part of the movie and how Luke no, was like, you know, I this really, was bad. I'm sorry. Here's how I can make it better. I, we didn't make it to that part, but I'm excited sure. for Harrison to see that part for that exact reason of showing someone like one, the impact of your actions on the people that are your friends and the people right. that are around you by not like doing some like, and that's the other thing, like just like there's this like, everything's in extremes with kids characters. Yes. Right? It's either like, you know, they care too much or it's not that they made a bad choice. It's that they made eight bad choices and right. then they have to deal with the consequences. This was one bad choice that he apologized for later yep. um, and had to figure out how to apologize for that one thing. And it's okay that it can be something very, in the moment, very low. It doesn't have to be extreme. It's obviously yeah. deeply impactful for Alberto because his secret's been exposed. Right. But again, I appreciate that notion of like teaching children how to apologize because it's that's just not. It's hard to do as a dad. It's hard to teach oh, like man. what to apologize for. Um, brief deviation. Harrison is enrolled in tennis lessons as a four-year-old. So oh wow! Quick, Good for him. Don't advise that. That's, okay, it's <laughs> not quite there yet for something as complicated and eye-hand coordinated as tennis. Fair but enough. today, like he was out on the court, like, and he was just not feeling it. And they were trying to teach these kids to like hit the ball back over the net, and he just stopped and sat on the ground and just wouldn't play anymore. And he didn't oh, really talk man. to anybody. Just kind of sat I've there. Been there. And so I pulled like I pulled him off and I said, if you want to be done, like you need to be conscious yep. of other people around you. Yep. And then I had a conversation of like Harrison, like you didn't listen to your tennis teacher. Like we need to apologize because she worked really hard to put yeah. this together for you. And it just didn't quite click on that action had an impact on somebody else. So I appreciate movies like having yep. that that opportunity to be able to like bring some of those other conversations in in a relatable way. Uh, yeah, I, that's. That is so well said. Yes, yeah. that was way better than my word salad. No, and you're fine. It It is. It's just this relatable thing. And I feel like we don't to end what I what what I kept ranting about here is like we don't teach. We don't teach like formal apologies. Like I no. feel like with kids, you're always just like, hey, you need to say sorry. And they're like, sorry. sorry. And like they know <laughs> they need to do it. Yeah, but they don't fully understand why yeah. and i feel like luca in that one sequence is just a really good visual yeah, for sure aid with that and and for anybody listening i would point to that if you're trying to have that conversation of like hey and you know like this is the bad thing he did here's how he tried to fix it and i the other thing i enjoyed about it is that it wasn't immediate like you look no. at shows like pj masks or like it's like oh whatever <laughs> it's always like yeah. I'm sorry, person being like, it's okay. We all make mistakes. Let's go fight the bad guy or whatever yep, you're doing. Yeah, or let's go get yeah. the star wizard or something. Um, <laughs> oh, God. And it's like immediate. Right. And like this, this movie was like, no, Luca was a jerk. Like, yeah. who wants to be around Luca right now? Even yeah. if he did apologize, good. Yeah. He should feel bad. Sit there and feel bad, Luca. Yeah. Just Even though he's minute. like this super cute kid. Um, right. but I enjoyed that about, but this that movie. is also like, that is also like the subtle, like parent, like, cause there are those moments that as a parent <laughs> where you're like, Oh, I just want you to feel this for a minute, like just <laughs> for a minute, just to, just because I feel it. So I kind of right. want you to, so there is that moment where you're sort of like feel a little vindicated of like, good for Luca. He's yeah. To deal with this. Well, like it's a, it's also a visual and safe way to show it without right. being like, 
like, sit here and feel bad, kid. Like, no kid's gonna <laughs> respond to that. Like, no, not, no, no, not the way you want them to. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not gonna get they're not gonna get that. So right. I just I don't know. I appreciated that. You don't always see that in a lot of children's stuff. Oh, for um, sure, completely agree. And then again, while at the same time, this movie is just like, hey, there's sea monsters on a beautiful island, and there's a race. Enjoy yourself. The whole oh, movie is just a giant go. postcard. Yep, there you go. Enjoy. Yep. Want to go to Italy? I will say that as someone who has been to <laughs> uh, what I will assume is the like, you know, right on the there's a section of Italy um, where there's a lot of towns that look yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, and I remember when I was in high school, we took a band trip to Italy and we <sighs> went to one of those towns. Amazing. There was this moment that I was like, Oh no no! Like somebody went there and like drew yep. this shit because that is quite literally exactly how it looks. Like yeah. those little like seaside towns are. Yep, like, they capture that perfectly. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, the I mean, I I can't speak like intelligently about the animation, but I mean, like it just man, just gloss come to life. It is just oh, for sure. it is so good. Um, there's no transition for this, but something I want to say is as an adult. Yeah, uh, I laughed my butt off at Maya Rudolph and oh, yeah. Gaffigan's characters going into town and just splashing all the kids with water and kicking them oh, into yeah. the fountain with the yeah. sucker. You <laughs> can see the like the connection and you're like, oh, no, no, like I get it. That I get it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I couldn't stop laughing. That was easily the funniest part in the movie to me of just like these two parents just like just demolishing these kids. <laughs> just, just hilarious. In a public space. Yeah, and nobody's oh, absolutely in a public space. Anybody. And just how wrong it is. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, something's going to happen. Nope. nope. It's just these kids getting wrecked. Yeah. Just for no reason other than to prove that they're not fish people. Like, that's basically basically the whole point. I laughed at that. And then again, I laughed at the cat attacking Luca (laughs) in 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 um, Julia's house. Yeah. I don't know why. But she when she was like Machiavelli and it did that like cat thing of like it paused for a second and then just like sprung. I (laughs) I thought that was very funny to me. I don't know. There was some great physical humor in here. I totally agree. For sure. For sure. sure. Um, well, I mean, that's pretty much it. Brian, yep. any notes or anything advice you'd give to recommendations to maybe other parents or other people on watching this? Honestly, I just I recommend this if you're you're not sure what to watch. And this is a great value on Disney Plus. I mean, this is a theater ready Pixar movie that you immediately yeah. have access to with your Disney Plus membership. So I, I yeah. think it's a steal. Um, uh, I feel, yeah, like, and I just, I feel like your mileage is, is going to vary. Like if you have a kid who's going to be really captured by the visuals, <laughs> Our, ours were not <laughs> art. Yeah. Then this is, this is probably going to vibe with them. Ours were not, um, yep. for whatever reason, they're also kids. Yep. Um, it also yep. may have been different if we were in a theater, like I'll also true. own that. Very we, true. Yep. If we watch this in a theater, maybe Liam would have been like, oh, man, like it's the entire screen. I bet Harrison would have been much more receptive then as well. So, yeah. And I feel I feel like, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. But in any case, I I would recommend it to those folks. And it's again, it's low stakes. It's a fun summer movie. You don't have to worry about having tough conversations about like, why did Nemo go missing or. Is so and so dead, like, or why like, like, can't Dory remember anything? <laughs> yeah, oh, that. Jesus. Oh my gosh, that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to. Oh, like up. Like, where did the old lady go? <laughs> you know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Or you know? I mean, 
Lion King? Like, why yeah. isn't his dad answering? Like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. It's, like, yeah. you, you you don't have to worry about no, no, any no. of that. And, no, like, I get it. Parents, to you listening, I get it. Some days you have that energy, and other days you're just counting down the hours to bedtime. And that's cool. That's fine. You just got to get yeah. through the day and keep them alive, and that's okay. Yep. Those Everybody has those moments. And yep. this movie can help with those. Because I completely <laughs> agree, Brian. Is yeah. that there are some days where you're like... I need a minute to stand outside like Ben Affleck and just have nobody <laughs> yell at me um, and nobody talk to me and just yeah. kind of deal with it. So yep. Yep. Luke is a great solution for that. So yes, it is. Um, I also, again, this is a conversation for a different time, but I am very curious in the choice of Disney to put this out on plus and not a theatrical release <sighs> because I yeah. feel like this would have been a home run. So I have some questions, but we can dime that like dive yeah. into that maybe on the, on a regularly scheduled episode for the most part. So yeah, we'll definitely talk about box office and, and what that, what that looked like. Cause I, I, I agree with you. I, yeah, I feel like this would have cleaned up. There's oh, nothing in the theaters sure. like this right now. And it yeah. is so safe. Like, yeah. and I mean this in a nice way, Pixar, like, yeah. It's so safe that it has yeah. such universal appeal that I can't imagine it not doing bonkers numbers. Oh, for sure. Um, like, I couldn't imagine. And like you said, there's nothing for kids in theaters right now, and they are yeah. starting to open up. So, yeah. Hmm. Just kind of curious. So, yeah. Uh, just, again, we'll dive into that another yeah. time. Yep. Well, you heard it here first. Thanks for tuning into the bonus episode. Check out Luca. This is good for. It was just good for kids, pretty safe and overall pretty enjoyable. Yep. So give it a give it a watch. Yep. And we will catch y'all uh, next week for another regular episode of Films in Black and White. So there you have it. See you then. See ya.